Resilient Solutions, Season 2, Episode 12, Nine Ways to Greatly Improve Your Communication. Do you ever feel frustrated by your communication style? Do you ever feel like you're misunderstood? Or on the other end, do you feel like those important people in your life just don't get you and understand how to communicate to you more clearly? Well, if you're in that boat, today I'm going to discuss nine ways that you can enhance your listening skills. That's right, nine ways, whether it's at home or at work. How we listen and how we communicate is so important to experiencing better relationships at home and at work. Well, hello, my name's John Thurman, and you're listening to my podcast, John Thurman's Resilient Solutions Shortcast. And I'm an author, a therapist with over 60,000 hours experience, and a work-life consultant whose mission is to help you become more resilient in your personal life, your relationships, your business endeavors, and in your faith. For more information about me, you can check me out at johntherman.info. That's J-O-H-N-T-H-U-R-M-A-N.info. Also, I'd like to give you a free PDF today, Dr. John Gottman's PDF on how to build admiration and fondness in your relationship is yours for free. All you need to do is text the word ADMIRE to 33777. That's the word ADMIRE to 33777. Well, let's jump right in and talk about nine ways to enhance your listening skills. I'm glad you joined us. I love this quote from Dave Muir. A great marriage is not when the perfect couple come together. It's when an imperfect couple learns to enjoy the differences. Man, that is so true. We hit 50 years of married life in August. Can't believe it. It's not been an easy journey, but it's been a very rewarding journey. Well, we talked last week about some ways to improve your communications with your wife. And before that, we talked about how to really show respect to your husband. Well, today, I want to give you some great tools that will enhance your communication skills and your listening skills. Number one is use all of your senses. That's your eyes with what you see, your ears by what you're hearing, and you want to listen to what they're saying without thinking about your response. Your head is pitched forward. You're leaning forward like you're anticipating. Your hands are in an open posture. Your heart is open to hearing things. Your intuitive gut is wanting to hear what your partner's saying so you can respond to it in a way that's legitimate and real and really hear them. And then finally, if you're a person of faith, you want to trust your discernment. And that's the Holy Spirit in you to really teach you what the other person is saying. So that's first of all, actively listen with all of your senses. Number two, be intentional about focusing on the good qualities in your partner. Really be sure to build them up and edify them, even if you disagree with them. Number three, avoid criticism. This is just a sure way to shut down any communication. When we get snarky and critical, we get defensive and we withdraw. So avoid that. Number four, if you must say something negative, use the sandwich method. You share something really positive, and then you indicate what might need some work, and then you put the other part of the sandwich on, with something else that's positive. This sandwich method can save you so much grief and actually allow you to be heard and to hear. Number five, be sure you listen to understand and not to judge. So many times if we're in a conflict with a spouse or someone else, we're not really listening to them. We're trying to think about what our counterpoint is going to be. Instead, be still, listen, process, try to grasp what you think you're hearing. And then take a moment to clarify. 
but you don't want to judge. If you judge, it's just going to get worse. Number six, manage your conflict. And there's a link on the website to some ways you can do that. Number seven, be assertive. One way to define assertiveness is the ability to express your feelings and ask for what you want in the relationship. In a resilient long-term relationship, both individuals tend to be assertive. Rather than assuming that their partner can read their minds, they share their thoughts and feelings and ask for what they want and what they need. Be sure to share your thoughts and feelings and ideas and needs. The best way you can do this is use I statements. Something like this. I worry when you don't let me know, you'll be late. Rather than, you're always late. So just try to find some ways to, to be assertive and not aggressive. When we actively seek to understand our spouse, they will usually seek to understand us. It's pretty, pretty crazy. So be assertive, not passive and not aggressive. Number eight, avoid the blame game at all costs. And number nine, if you need help, get help from a mentor, a pastor, a relationships coach, a counselor, a seminar, a workshop. Spend some money on educating yourself. When we learn to accept each other's influence, we learn to listen to each other and care for each other and give and receive in communication. When we learn to accept our partner's influence, so many neat things happen. We gain wisdom and understanding. We have more respect for each other. We make better decisions. And we really find ourselves in a good place, living in a good pace. So begin accepting the influence of your spouse today. It'll begin to increase the hope and healing in your marriage. Now, I've got a special part for guys here. Men, let's be honest with each other. Sometimes we are pretty awful listeners. And while I'm a professional counselor who strives to hear my clients' stories, I am sometimes seriously distracted when my wife and I are trying to have a conversation. So I have to really focus to do this. My experience tells me that we need to do a better job of dialing into our wives when they're sharing with us. There's just a, a really interesting story in the New Testament about a very famous person who didn't listen to his wife. And this is found in Matthew 27, 19. And I'm reading from the Passion Translation. Just then, as Pilate was presiding over the tribunal, his wife sent him an urgent message. Don't harm that holy man, for I suffered a horrible nightmare last night about him. But we have God's sovereign plan about Jesus's life, death, burial, and resurrection. But that's an interesting note that what would happen had Pilate listened? Well, the truth is, we'll never know. But I want to share with you four critical justifications for listening to your wife. And guys, this is for you. And ladies, if your man needs to hear this, let him hear it. Number one, her insights will most likely give you increased clarity. Women are generally more mindful of details. They're more intuitive and they're more discerning of other people's feelings and motivations. When you learn to listen to her, you may find that her particular views and insights might add a refreshing richness and depth to your perspective. Number two, accepting her influence will enhance your wisdom. I honestly wish I'd caught on to this earlier in our marriage. The Old Testament book of Proverbs is filled with the truth about the differences between a person of wisdom and a fool. As you read through the 31 chapters of Proverbs, you will discover a few important themes. One of these primary themes is the willingness to listen. When you and I listen to our wives, we honor her and our Creator, and we grow in wisdom. Disregard her input, and you will be acting like a foolish idiot. Number three, listening to and accepting her influence will enhance multiple levels of intimacy. Connecting through solid communication does for your marriage what breathing does for your body. When your wife is talking with you and sharing her day, 
She is craving for a way to connect with you on multiple levels. Her need for meaningful communication is as strong as your need for sexual intimacy. So be intentional about connecting with her, and I promise there'll be a benefit for you. You can't do it to get, you do it to give. But if you'll just embrace the fact that she's got things she needs to share with you that can really save you a lot of time, effort, and grief, just listen and embrace it. And number four, when you listen, you are making love to your wife. When you engage or even genuinely attempt to engage with her, you let her know she is loved, valued, cherished, and secure. And when you can do this, she will feel drawn to you in a more profound and deeper way because she sees that you're there for her. I hope you found this helpful today. I'd love to hear from you. Leave me a note in the comments. My name is John Thurman. I'm an author, a therapist, and a work-life consultant with over 60,000 hours in the counselor's chair. And today I've got a special thing for you. If you would like to get a copy of John Gottman's How to Build Fondness and Admiration for Your Marriage, all you need to do is text the word ADMIRE, A-D-M-I-R-E, to 33777. Type the word ADMIRE to 33777 to get John Gottman's book on how to build fondness and admiration for your marriage. Hey, my name's John Thurman, and you've been listening to my podcast, John Thurman's Resilient Solution Shortcast, where I help you become more resilient in your personal life, your relationships, your business endeavors, and in your faith. Be sure you follow me on the Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast for our weekly dose of hope through Resilient Solutions. Hope you have a great day, and I'd just like to remind you that this is a day the Lord has made, and I'll make a choice to rejoice and be glad in it. I'm John Thurman, johntherman.info. We'll see you next week. God bless.